Hello and welcome to Man Cave Sports Talk with Lemowin Wager. A couple of casual sports fans sitting around the Man Cave quad box on top of quad box on top of quad box as every single NFL game of, what are we in, Roger? Week four, week four. of the NFL season kicks off. And don't sneeze at the last day of the MLB season. Major League Baseball's regular season concludes today as well. A lot of times, more often than not, I would say, the vast majority of the playoff pitchers set. We're not worried about the last game. It's kind of that say farewell to the fans before you close up shop for the year. But we've got quite a bit going on today. We're going to preview the MLB playoff pitcher in just a bit. Raj, I need you to get all those different scenarios up because it's a little cattywampus today. It's very cattywampus, and we'll we'll dissect it. I need to start with some apologies. Please. Uh, so, in the preseason of the NFL season, uh, Jamar Chase, I was very, very harsh with some of his comments about the ball being too big. Uh, he also said the yeah. s- there's no stripe on the football. So that, that was some of the reasons for him struggling in the preseason. So I... I Pretty much wrote him off, and he's turned it around quickly. Yeah, he's been good. Uh, I'm not going to apologize to him, though, because he's a pretty bad guy, from what I understand. Okay, so yeah, I'd, off the field, don't know too much about him. Also, I think he beat his girlfriend. I, oh, well, that's not funny. Um, it's nothing funny. We, we I, I've been tough on kickers. Uh, yeah, you hate kickers. You our want, them, league, out. You want been, them out. For the last four years, I've been advocating to get rid of the kicker position in our fantasy league, the Johnny Manziel football league Um, fan club, fan club. Uh, Also, I just think I I was saying that they shouldn't even be a part of the NFL. Uh, So just get rid of them. But after you ripped a pack last week, you pulled one Justin Tucker and who, Oh, by the way, just set an NFL record for longest field goal made. You're, well, you're welcome, yep. Justin. Yeah, so... I changed lives. He changed my tune. I apologize to all kickers. You're a great part of the game. That was so exciting. And now I, I thank you, Lemo, for giving me your Justin Tucker Donis. Yes, that's all yours, Roger. 2018. Thank you. Uh, all it took was literally the longest field goal in NFL history for you to finally right. kind of welcome them back into your lives. I, I've been a fair way. critic, and I admit that's, when I was wrong. Yes, All right. Can we crack a beer to get the show going? Let's do it. I brought a special one into the man cave today. I'm actually going to hand it over to you, but uh, it's a hoppy birthday from the Alpine Beer Company. Uh, It's pale ale. Looks good. It says, we are a small town brewery nestled in the foothills of the mountains just outside of San Diego. Every good beer is from San Diego, it seems. From IPAs to small batch sours, we've been crafting high quality ale since 1999. That's the... uh, that's the 20th century for all you uh, young kids out there. <laughs> Known as the home of the pure hoppiness, people travel from near and far to try our special brews. Now you can bring home a little taste of hoppiness from Alpine. I picked it out because in the man cave today is our buddy Carl, and we're celebrating his birthday. So, happy birthday. birthday, my good friend Carl. That's right. I'll uh, let you drink that. I'm going to drink a mango cart because did a little bit of drinking last night, and uh, it's a little bit easier to get back. Hair of the dogs. Now we've cracked a beer. How about we crack a pack? You talked about what it. we did last week. Uh, pretty much a not pretty much. It was a terrible pack as far as value goes. Let's call it a typical pack. Yeah, typical pack. And what I said, pretty I kind of made a pledge. 
I am going to crack a pack every week until we get a pack that makes up the value. Now, I went kind of baseline, and, and you'll see a different Hopefully pack each week. podcast lasts, lasts a long time. Yes. Well, well the, the podcast will. I don't know about cracking a pack. But uh, I, we'll just say average $10. So I'm looking for a $10 return sure. on a pack. And Roger, you're our, our hobby expert here, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope that you're going to be able to tell me uh, what I've got. You're my Beckett, so sure. to speak. Sure. Now... Why don't you walk us through your experience? I think it's been a while since you went down to the local card shop, the yeah. LCS. How was that experience? And the, the two or three card shops that I went to as a kid, they're long gone. They've been gone mm. for years. Uh, but thanks to the hobby's growth, pretty much due resurgence. to COVID. Yeah, the resurgence. Um, I've been able to find a couple of new shops. I went to a place called Cash Cards. Uh, which is awesome. It's owned by Cassius Marsh, who's actually yes. a guy that I've done a little bit of business with over the years. Super nice guy. He's been advancing the hobby well before COVID. Uh, former uh, defensive end. I uh, spent the vast majority of his time uh, with the Seahawks, but he was with several other teams throughout his career. He's retired Patriots. now. He was uh, harsh after he exited the, the Patriots, and he just... Didn't like playing for yep. old Bill Belichick. Begged to go back to Seattle, if I'm not mistaken, and he ended up there. Um, realistically, the the biggest part of his career, though, was as he was highlighted for playing Magic the Gathering, something he spent just as much time as he did working on football. He spent playing Magic the Gathering and, and collecting cards, and, and so he kind of parlayed that love and passion into opening a card shop. Uh, pretty great little location. If you're ever in the Westlake Village area, please check out Cash Cards. Very, very cool location. Now, today, Roger... I think gonna, he's a free agent at the moment. I, I think he's done. I don't yeah. think he wants to come he back. He tried to come back this year. Oh, he, did he? Yeah. Okay. I'll have to give him a call and see if uh, we can get him on the show sometime. So, uh, I went with uh, Topps Gypsy Queen. It's a 2021 pack. Eight cards in the Gypsy pack. Gypsy Queen. What can you tell us about Gypsy Queen, Roger? Yeah, that's actually a fun rip. Um it's not going to give you the value like your typical tops baseball packs, but the card design is pretty fun. It's kind of unique. And uh, hey, who knows what's in there? Let's find out. A lot of these packs are super expensive. And so I tried to go cheap, yeah, to be well, honest. It's just affordable, let's call it. I mean, we all know I don't know cheap, how affordable but... this is long. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how uh, affordable this is going to be long term if I don't get my value back here soon. I mean, look at this man cave. What a dump. It's not like you yeah. pull out all the stops for anything. All right, so, by the way, speaking of pulling out the stops, we've got meat on the smoker we're going to talk about in a little Sarcasm. bit. Sarcasm. Okay, uh, here, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hand you the cards, and you can tell me what you see here. Great. So, first one, what do you got there? What do we got? Oh, this is great. Cattell Marte. Look at that. It would be nice if they put the full names on here so that I actually knew who the hell these people yeah, were. It, that's interesting. It says It just has the first initial, last name. Cattell Marte. So and let's, they got, like, let's fun. test my, yeah, fun stats on the back. You yeah. can read about it. All right, here's the next card. Yep. We have M. Dubin. Yeah, don't know who yeah, that is. Big, big M. Dubin. He's on the Giants, the hated ones, who need to win today to clinch. Yes, they do. The West. We'll talk about that in a little who bit. Who else we got? Here's a fun one. D.D. Gregorius. D.D. Gregorius. Look at that. Yep, he's bouncing Moose, around. Moose, go ahead and put that headset on for me. Good. Lots of commons. Let's see who that is. Get, get me an insert auto. Rookie. Now, here's a name that I you tell me. Hey, there's Moose. I'll give you the, let's see. Moose, are you with us? Hello, hello. Oh, Moose. Welcome to the man cave. How are you, buddy? What's up, what's up? Okay, so here's, I'm going to give you the last name. You're going to tell me the player's first name and the team that he plays for. Our next card, Akiyama. Ooh, 
I have no idea. I'm going to guess the Mariners, though. And guess the first name. <laughs> Do you know Roger? Roger Akiyama? No. From the <laughs> It's S. Akiyama from the Reds. Oh, uh, Shogo. Shogo Akiyama. Here's another fun one. He's a Cleveland Indian. It's Bieber. It's Shane Bieber, right? Yes. Justin Bieber. Often confused on Twitter for Justin Bieber. Now, I don't know what this is. It's half of a card. Interesting. Uh, It's Austin Meadows. He's a captain, so it's like a captain card. And it is... The Rays, right? They're not even numbered, so I think this is just like an insert. Cool. Yeah, many, many Austin Meadows. That's pretty cool. Uh, M. Comforto. Michael Conforto. Yes. Yep. All right, and oh, it's a it's a Marlin. Is with it a, jazz with a J for a first name? Give me the jazz. It is not jazz. Oh man, it's Jesus Sanchez. Yes, the Sanchito. He's a rook. Yeah, he's so, a rook. You got that rookie card logo. So guess what, Roger? Right. We're cracking another pack cracking next week. Pack. So that's two packs down. We did football last week. We did. I think it was a what was it? A Don Russ twenty eighteen. Uh, this week was the Gypsy Queen 2021 with your favorite player, uh, Cody Bellinger, on the, the pack Woof. cover. And uh, n- literally nothing but common cards the entire time. Yeah, I mean, you got your little insert mini card, which uh, does not have that $10 value that you're looking for. On the smoker today, Raj. Yes. What are we cooking? On I the smoker today. It. Right now there's a pork shoulder. In a little bit, there's going to be a habanero tri-tip. Would you talk to me? We're cooking it all up. We're chopping it all up. Barbecue burritos today in the man cave. I cannot wait. Cooked over applewood at a nice slow 250. Uh, The pulled pork will probably be, or the the pork shoulder, which will inevitably be pulled pork, probably be on for about five hours. The the tri-tip probably about an hour and a half. So that'll be a lot of fun. Not a massive, massive cook day, but it'll be good for those burritos. There's nowhere else I'd rather be than right here. Right now on a great sports talk Sunday. Now, there's been nothing but consistency with old Raj and Lem as Mm -hmm. we've done this podcast. Uh, The cards are consistently bad. (laughs) The meat is consistently good. And I'm consistently wrong on this podcast and you're consistently (laughs) right. Let's take a look at the week three, where they were right, where they were wrong. Lemo's losses, which were brought to you by uh, Papa John's Pizza, which we'll find out about in a little bit. But uh, yeah, you had you had Pittsburgh minus three, which to me made sense at home against the Bengals. Yep. Look at the history between Steelers and Bengals. Yep. History tends to repeat itself. Uh, that seemed like you know easy field goal should be fine for the Steelers. Dead wrong. Never trust Pittsburgh. They freaking suck. I hate them. They're the worst team in the NFL. And uh, anytime I try to do something nice, they throw it back in my face. And yeah. so uh, was that an emotional fuck insurance? you Pittsburgh? Was was that an emotional insurance bet? No, because they're playing an in-division opponent. It's a a win-win and a loss-loss in that situation. Okay. I was also wrong. Justin Fields. I not only put him in one of my fantasy lineups, but I said, hey, this might be a breakout game. The, the, uh, the, The Browns defense struggled with a similar quarterback in Tyrod Taylor. Well, it's his first game, and I obviously forgot that it was his first freaking game right. because he, he was god-awful, historically bad, actually. Yes, yeah. That uh, So where I was wrong, I thought um, Justin Fields would be put into a great situation. Don't make mistakes. You got some playmakers around you. But uh, what? And I didn't watch the Browns game. So Moose, is the, uh, the Browns were great. Moose, uh, is the Browns' defense that good or Justin Fields that bad? I think it's a little column A, a little column B. The, so uh, this guy knows how to sit on a fence. The pass <laughs> rush was really swarming. Uh, 
in week three, but they're, well, really, uh, yeah. they're pretty toothless in week one and two. So let's jump into Justin Fields' mind. You're you're starting your first NFL game. You look to your left. You're heading up to the line. You look to the left. You've got Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Well, technically, his left would be Jadavion okay. Clowney, and then the blind side would. be And that's uh, the point. You Miles know, Garrett. you're looking at Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett. I'd be yep. a little freaked out too. And um, some stats from that game that I picked up. Uh, let's see, one net passing yard. Yep. <laughs> that's not good. It was uh, negative for most of the game. Yikes. Uh, yeah, and just. A historically bad performance by Miles Garrett, four sacks, four sacks, just ugly. So uh, let's give him another week. He gets the start today. Yep, he's playing the Lions, which uh, we all know can be favorable for for uh, opposing quarterback. That secondary is young and hurt and not very so good to begin with. Let's 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 just erase. We're we're not overreactors. No, no, on no, no, no. Show. I'm not so, saying he's bad. I'm, I'm really not saying he's bad. But it was kind of stupid for me to go. Yep. First game, he'll be just fine right out of the but gate. So for my prediction, smart. I'll give myself one more week before I admit that I was wrong yeah, about I Justin Fields. I, I don't think you were wrong yet. Yet. Okay. Uh, where Roger was right, of course, brought to you by Papa John's. Julio Jones hurt. What happened, yeah. Roger? A couple weeks ago, we were talking about new faces, new places. We talked about Julio Jones to Tennessee. You asked if it was a great fit. I just, I, I talked about his injuries. I uh, Everywhere he goes, well, he's only been to two places, but it just seems every year he's he, coming up on the questionable report, the injury report. When the injury bug bit him, what was it, three, four seasons ago where he started missing tangible amounts of time, mm -hmm. it never really left, it unfortunately. Yeah. And he's such a great talent, but he's going to be overshadowed by the injury bug, just like I mentioned Grant Hill from the NBA. Great talent. Just Is Julio Jones a Hall of Famer if he were to retire today? I'd say. I'd say he is. He's got the stats. That Moose is, you're, you're kind of a resident stat guy. Is Julio Jones Absolutely. a Hall of Famer? So it's he's not even first, close. He's first ballot right now. No. Mm -hmm. Damn it. All right. But well. but again, I you know I I would have to think about it if I was voting for him. Yeah. When injuries is the first thing you think of on a guy, that kind of pegs him down maybe a second, third yeah. ballot. Yeah. I, I would be okay if he doesn't get in right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, Megatron exponentially better obviously he is the most recent comparison and he, and he was a first ballot hall of fame yeah when i when first thing that comes to mind is him uh, on hail mary's just reaching over packers defenders and yep. coming down with it that's yep. uh, there's a big difference between what i think about julio and what i think about megatron hit the stretch julio uh i used to do a podcast with a guy named sean gainer great I don't guy know if you, great guy i thought you hated him nice no, he's, he's him and i didn't always get along right but uh we well, know you hated him. The old podcast really got a lot of traction towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, I've got a throwback clip, and I'm going to throw a clip because I missed wow. him a little bit. And uh, we'll we'll throw back a clip every once in a while. on him. Well, yeah, I do. He makes me feel putting other people down makes me feel better about sure, myself. Sure. How's that? Uh, happy birthday, by the it's way. It's delicious. Awesome. It's a great breakfast beer. Okay, so throwback clip. I talked about the show's brought to you today by Papa John's because. <laughs> We used to do a segment called Gainers Trending Topics. We'd, we'd find a kind of a five-pack of questions from around the sports world. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gainer had a knack for finding these little niche things. Well, we talked about how Peyton Manning had been... Obviously, he's, he's a franchisee. He owns quite a few Papa John's restaurants. Better ingredients, better pizza. Yes. Now, he hit a new low because we know that he he's the Omaha guy. He has many at-the-line call-outs, whether he's identifying a defense, audibling a play, uh, setting a, a, a protection the package. Best of that. And, of course, he 
went all in on Papa John's and went to the line. Few and yelled, athletes did. I Papa feel. John's, Papa John's. Yeah, I think there was yeah. multiple athletes. And so we talked about it. But the clip that I'm going to play for you today oh, is funny. we just kind of talk briefly about what we think about Papa John. Here it is. Is it just me or do, do you get a big stomach? Now, hold on a second. I, I have to preface one big thing. He sounds a lot. That, that voice sounds familiar, Gainer. I, I haven't heard him on the radio in a while. It, By the way, the quality is terrible because... We were on before podcasting was really a thing. We went through a website that basically used like a, a an old telephone line to, to make the connection. So sure. it sounds like two guys on the phone. That, that, that's why we sound crystal clear it's, now. It sounded and incredible I, back in the early 2000s. How old? Are we? Yeah, this is eight years ago, by the way. All right, let's play the clip. Is it just me or do, do you get a big stomach ache after eating Papa John's? <laughs> I don't eat it. That pizza's terrible. Right. Exactly. You'll never be All a right. sponsor of this show. And I hate Papa John himself. He bugs the crap out of me. <laughs> He's a squirrely, weird-looking kind of guy. You know what He's I hyper. do like about him, though? They do a lot of college football sponsor stuff. I've seen not one but two pictures of him pissed drunk, hanging out with uh, whatever local college they were promoting that weekend. That's kind of cool. Hangs out, parties with the college kids. Papa John's are okay in my book on that, on that front. Yeah, so Papa John. <laughs> you By guys the way, were divided on what, another topic. What happened... After this, well, a few years later, old Papa John's is on a, uh, I think it was the CEO. He, was, he is literally the, the guy that started Papa John's. Uh, but as your company gets big, you have to bring in a board of directors and all this. Well, on a board of directors call, a guy, yeah, casually drops the N-word. No big oh, deal. Boy. He's white, by the way, in case yeah. anybody doesn't know who Papa John's is. And he was immediately ousted from the company. Great. That's, yeah, deservingly so. That set in motion a chain of events where he bashed Papa John's, the the actual pizza franchise, and what things went south for him. Here, here's an interview that he did uh, uh, shortly there. Don't thereafter. tell me there's more of this I've idiot. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Hold on. Living current. Is it just- Let, let's, let's revisit what he just said. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Living currently in Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. I would just say, <laughs> stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. Reckoning. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight down? I mean, what is it about the Great record question. that's not straight? <laughs> stay tuned. Well, that was about four years ago. I've stayed tuned. We never did find out what reckoning he was referring to. Uh, he said, reckoning. Yikes. Pretty slurred. I think he was probably drunk or on pills or something. Uh, so all it takes to be an expert is to have 40 pizzas in 30 days? That's all you I've need? I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I think we could become pizza experts. I think I've probably had <laughs> close to 40 pizzas in 30 days. He, he by the way, he recanted that statement uh, like a, a year later after that and said, well, I, I, I had 40 pizzas. That means like I, I, I saw them. I, I didn't necessarily eat all of them. And so, Moose, yeah. can you cut up that stay tuned? We're going to use that a lot. He talks about Mark Shapiro. Uh, Gaius, uh, Mark Shapiro was uh, one of the head brass over at ESPN, ended up on the board of directors. That was one of the people that ousted him. So when he says that he, he should be put in jail, beef. what's that? A little beef between Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shapiro. And I don't know if he's still with Papa John's, but all we know about Mark Shapiro. He's never been in the pizza category. He's not <laughs> even in the pizza category. And, and you want to be in the pizza category. So <laughs> I would say, I don't know if we were right, me and Gaynor were right or wrong. Gaynor said he didn't like him. He was definitely right on that. Bad guy. I kind of bailed him out with like, the whole getting drunk, but I, he, there was never something quite right about him. So I feel like 
uh, Urban Meyer is going down the, the yes. Papa John's path. Yes. Th- this guy. Oh, th- Ian Corso in the building. A lot of similarities. Grab between a headphone and a mic. Urban Meyer and Papa John's. I'm just saying, if I, four to eight years, I think we could be seeing a, a Papa John's Urban Meyer connection. They might be hanging out very soon. You know what I know about Urban Meyer? He's never been in the pizza category. <laughs> He's never been in the pizza category. <laughs> Moose, am I, am Moose, I you the, get Ian set up with uh, there's a there should be a set of headphones and a mic down there for him. Should I, uh, Lemo? Am I in the pizza category? I want to be in the. He's never been in the pizza category. <laughs> He's never been in the pizza category. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on eating forty pizzas in thirty days. Yes, <laughs> I've had over forty pizzas in the last thirty days. Oh, that's fantastic. Let's great let's, clip, Lemo. Let's take a quick detour from sports. I love it. It is October 3rd as of this recording. It's officially basic bitch season, and we're a couple of basic bitches. Basic bees. It's pumpkin spice lattes. It's leggings. It's Ugg boots. Man, do we look good. And it's also a great time to snuggle up with a loved one and watch a movie. So how about we preview some of the best fall slash Halloween movies? Now, this is a tough comparison because fall movies are technically different from Halloween movies, but I put both in here. And so I set up a bracket, 32 of some of the best. Now, I know you guys are going to hit us at MC underscore, underscore sports talk and, and at hangers and bangers and tell us, you forgot this movie. You're, don't, just cool it. Don't care. That's fair. Don't want to hear it. I did the best that I could. 32 movies in a tournament March Madness style oh, wow. setup. We are going to preview all of them. Now, the guys down below, let me. both mics are on. They're hot, so be careful what you say down there, boys. You guys can weigh in as well. Uh, you can't see the movies, but you will you can hear us and listen to us. First two movies that are going to go head-to-head. we got to do this relatively quick We're or else we'll be here all fire. day. Ghostbusters versus Son of a Woman. Ghostbusters, late 80s favorite, Bill Murray. They get ghosts. It's hilarious. Son of a Woman. Al Pacino. Hoo-ah. He's blind. Maybe he's not blind. It's a great set in fall movie. (laughs) I've never seen Scent of a Woman. It's great. We just don't know. We we don't find out till the end whether he's blind. Well, he's blind. He's blind. But but like he drives a Ferrari. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to go with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, of course. All right. Ghostbusters. Yep. We have a consensus here. Next pick, two kind of Halloween movies, uh, or very at the very least, dark. Very, very similar. Adam's Family and Edward Scissorhands. What I say, pretty similar. It's a lot of white makeup mm-hmm. in that movie. So Adam's Family, the old black and white classic brought back to color. They actually now have an animated set of movies that the kids really love. Edward Scissorhands is Johnny Depp. He cuts the bushes. He makes them look good. <laughs> I'm going to go with Edward Scissorhands. What does the rest of the room think? You need to be a movie... <laughs> Movie reviewer cuts the bushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if we had more time, I'd get into more of it. Uh, and I'm not a movie buff, so I find this hilarious. I I guess I'd go Adam's Family if it were. All right, were boys me. downstairs, t- break a tie for us. Free Johnny Depp. There it is. Edward Scissorhands, Moose. Scissorhands for sure. All right, Scissorhands moves on. What do we got next? Oh boy. Again, remember, think about time of year. It's not necessarily a fall movie. It's not necessarily a Halloween movie, but Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, John Candy, Steve Martin, they got to get back to Chi-Town. Everything keeps happening that goes wrong. Uh, shower curtains with helium in them versus E.T. Alien, there's a Halloween scene in the movie. He's got a phone home, Reese's Pieces. What do you got? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm definitely a sci-fi guy, uh, so I, I'm going E.T., 
Planes, Whoa! Planes, Trains, and Automobiles for me is a November movie, so it's a little too it, early. It's November fall. Yeah, no, it is, but but I it's too early for me. It's too early. I to eat. It's too early. So Boys I'm going downstairs. ET. I'm going to abstain from this one. I don't. I think neither of these are Reese's Pieces. You have to vote. There is literally a Halloween scene in ET. First of all, and again, November is in fall. Well, there you go. Planes, all right, trains, I guess we're and automobiles. I want the laugh. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? I'm going to give Roger the opportunity to, to move one on. He says, E.T., I thought planes, trains, and automobiles could have won it all. It was one of my we one need, seats. Moose, we need your vote. You have to vote. I'm going to go planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, boy, I think that moves it on. Sorry. If I was gambling on this, I would be out a lot of money. Already. Okay, here's another fun one. St. Elmo's Fire, 80s classic, sexy people. They're all still pretty much famous. It's dating. It's Emilio getting in trouble. DUIs, Emilio. He's the in mighty this movie. duck man. Versus an easy one. Fall brings one big thing to mind if you're in high school, and that's Friday Night Lights. Bred a show that was also very popular. My vote is Friday Night Lights over St. Almost Fire. What do you got? I'm not a big sports movie guy. <laughs> I mean, when you watch real sports and then you're the movies are trying to make it seem real, it's just not for me. Uh, so I, I've never seen St. Elmo's Fire, but I'm going St. Oh Elmo's Fire. Oh, my Lord. I'm not a movie guy. Boys downstairs. <laughs> I am not voting against Billy Bob Thornton. That's right. living that speech. And that, that was actually, yeah, this week I think he came out and said that he, or I saw the clip this week, that he ad-libbed that speech by somebody, didn't say who, that had wronged him in the past. It's not for me. The Mo night before. That's right. That's right. Moose, who do you got? It's got to be Friday Night Lights. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're, we're moving them on. Next one. Ooh, I don't like scary movies, so I'm going to lean on Roger for this one. An uh, 80s classic. This is a category I like. Poltergeist versus paranormal activity. Again, it's Halloween. It's spooky season. I don't think either one of them take place in uh, dur during uh, Halloween, but they are scary movies that you watch during this time of year. So uh, I'm definitely going paranormal activity. That movie literally kept me up a couple nights oh, yeah. uh, from sleeping. Poltergeist, because it's an older movie, the effects aren't there from what I'm used to. So easy paranormal activity. Cheap seats. What do you got? You got to appreciate where you've been to get where you're going. Mm. Poltergeist. Moose. It's uh, It's got to be paranormal activity. You can look up the scenes from that movie. You can watch them in broad daylight, you know, in a, in a bright room with lots of people. It's still going to scare you. It is unbelievable, that right. movie. I'm not going to vote because I'm scared to. But <laughs> two to one paranormal activity moves on. Let's see what we got next. Oh, my goodness. Again, it's basic bitch season, and as a basic bitch, or a, a BB, as a BB. we like to refer to ourselves, I love snuggling up next to the fire and watching When Harry Met Sally, a fall classic. Two lovebirds Ugh. find their way back to one another. Meg Ryan, Billy Crystal against, this is a weird pairing, Scream. Nice matchup. Uh, for me, easy Scream. Uh, right out of the gate, you get Drew Barrymore slaughtered. That's, yep. that's easy for me. David Arquette. Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell. Is that the one where they get naked in the pool? Oh, no, you're thinking... Uh, wild things. Wild things, joking. yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what do you guys got, Cheap Seats? I'll have what she's having. hey oh, when Harry met Sally. I like that. Mooser. I actually just watched Scream for the first time a couple nights ago. Get and, out. Uh, Scream, it's, it's an amazing, amazing movie. How what? How is that possible? How have you not seen Scream Much before? like uh, your co-host up there. I was also deathly afraid okay. of scary movies for the longest time until I was sure. forced to start watching them. And I realized they're not, not usually that bad. Yeah, when you when you just have something to cuddle with, like a teddy bear or something, Absolutely. You're, you're good. The room is split, but uh, I've stolen a couple from Raj, so I'm going to give him Scream. Thank you. Sorry, Ian. Our, we can watch When Harry Met Sally tonight if you want. I can order us up a pizza and we'll just uh, share a love seat. 
Don't you tell me with a good time. <laughs> 30 pizzas. and Now, Meg Ryan, if she's not going to get through for uh, When Harry Met Sally, how about the exact same script in You Got Mail? Two people fall in love with each other, even though they don't like each other in broad daylight. You Got Mail. It's Tom Hanks. It's Meg Ryan. Get a love seat. Snuggle up. Put on a, a pot of hot cocoa and have a good time. Versus Sandra Bullock. Potentially, uh, it's a true story. In the blind side, again, fall favorite, football. Now, I know I said I don't like sports movies, but when it's a true story, that's that's where it's okay. So I'm definitely going blindside over You've Got Mail. You've Got Mail, moving on. And here's a fun one for the kids at home, the Disney movie called Halloween Town, which probably none of us have seen. Never seen it. And a, might as well be a first-round buy for Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Yeah, that's easy. We have a consensus Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Shining. Classic. Shining. Moving on. Why don't we do the first round today? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we'll come back we'll next come week. We'll come back next week. I hope you got a lot more of these scary movies up there because there's a lot of classics. Well, that, that's, just, that's just the West. Okay, so Roger, let's head to the second side of the bracket now. Great. Goodwill Hunting versus I Know What You Did Last Summer. Goodwill Hunting. He's a janitor, but he's really smart. Robin Williams. It's okay. It's no, custodian. it's not. Don't do this to me, man. He's a custodian. You're not allowed to say janitor anymore? <laughs> I'm definitely going, I know what you did last summer. I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. That's so. a spooky movie. It's from the creator of Scream. So if you like Scream, you're probably like, I know what you did last summer. Uh, cheap Seats. What do you think of this one? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, it's just, Goodwill just Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, huh? Oh, I mean, yes. I, I agree with how that. Do you, how do you like them apples? <laughs> I got a number. Uh, Moose. I'm big into Goodwill Hunting as well. Now that's a that's a real fall movie. Anytime they're outside, you see you see the trees changing color. It's amazing. You guys don't know. You guys wanted Halloween movies. You're gonna get them. How about John Carpenter's Halloween? Guy, funny mask, comes out with you with a knife. Mike Myers, not the actor. The name of the character. Funny mask <laughs> versus it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Seasonal favorite. It kicks off a string of good Charlie Brown movies. One about Thanksgiving, the other one about Christmas. What do you guys got? I'm going to go with Halloween. It's too big of a classic. I'm going. It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. I'm a sucker for the peanuts. Are you just going to disagree with literally every movie? No, have you, have you predetermined that's what you're going to do? Being, I'm not. I'm not like Stephen A. Smith and Keyshawn Johnson, Exa just purposely going the other way. Exactly. Uh, cheap seats. Authentic. What do you got? I agree with Roger. Yes. Ooh, wow. I'm going to go one. against you, Halloween. It's actually uh -oh. a, uh, I believe it's a Will Shatner mask that he wears. Yeah, there's nothing huh. silly about it. So. All right, great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'm going to give you guys this one, but I won't be so kind the next one. Uh, Legends wow. of the Fall. I think sexy Halloween ousted in the first round. That's a 12-5 that's a upset in the bracket. It sure is. Well, it's Charlie Brown's a special guy. Legends of the Fall versus Remember the Titans. Uh, Legends of the Fall, sexy Brad Pitt. He's got a beard. He's got long hair. Never saw the movie. I guess it's about fall. Oh, it's got fall in the title. <laughs> uh, and re Remember the Titans, Denzel Washington. I'm going to pass on these. I've never seen either of them. I'm going to go nor, Remember nor the Titans. Cheap Seats, settle this one for us. T.C. Williams. Uh, that's, that's Remember the, the Titans? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Moose? it's the high school. I'm also, I like Remember the Titans as well. I like any sort of uh, thing that would definitely not be allowed modern day. Just a, a guy at a public school taking these teens out to a camp, force them to run over and over and over. No shot that would be allowed, which is why it's a great movie. Special needs team manager. Oh, that was radio. Never mind. Something <laughs> else. Uh, Michael Keaton in... Beetlejuice. That's a fun Halloween style favorite. Uh, and then versus, 
it's got October in the title, October Sky. I think uh, I saw it on an airplane once. Guy wants to fly to the moon or something like that. He's into rockets. Hey, it's, it's from the creator or the producer of Field of Dreams for, for what that's worth. Sounds science fiction-y to me, so yes. I'm going to go with October Sky. Never I, seen it. I'm going to go with Beetlejuice, boys. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. You can't say oh that! Oh my gosh. I, I also like Beetlejuice. I believe it's a PG movie with an F-bomb in it, which is also another... I see. That's why we keep you around, Moose, from the cheap seats. We need those little tidbits. I like that. How about, uh, this is another one that might shock some people. Halloween got ousted by a kid's movie. Look out for Disney's Hocus Pocus. You've got, no, uh, thank you. you've got a bunch of women. None of them are particularly funny, <laughs> but it's a good movie, kind of, versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Funny mask, might be a person's face, leather face, chainsaw, Texas, <laughs> blonde people, bad decisions, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm going to go with that one what do you guys got yeah texas chainsaw massacre for sure i've never seen hocus pocus i'd like to keep it that way boys texas chainsaw massacre texas chainsaw massacre it's, it's moving uh, on what was that moose you were gonna say something well, i was gonna say it's the king of dumb decisions oh yeah of, uh, don't go in there why would you do that yeah a lot of bad decisions uh how about don't get your gremlin wet versus i see dead people bruce willis Ooh. spoiler alert he's dead the whole time funny kid great actor spoiler didn't end up alert. having in a career as an adult we don't know what happened to him he got a little chubby that's what happened to him i'm gonna go with six cents versus gremlins Me what too. do you got i love m night Shyamalan. shamalama ding dong that's right boys downstairs cheap seats what do you got I'm going to have to agree with the boys again upstairs. Make it a sweep. I see dead people. Blah! Person pukes everywhere. <laughs> he sees all sorts of fun stuff. It's cold in here. Six cents. Ooh, let's go scary movies. One of them has to go through. It's It was a great Stephen King book. Maybe even better as a movie. It's Pet Cemetery versus if he kills you in his dreams, he kills you for real. Nightmare on Elm Street. Fer Freddy Krueger, the original Edward Scissorhands. Which movie was first? I don't know. I'm going scissor. Or I'm going Scissorhands. I'm going uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm going to go Pet Cemetery. That's Nightmare a spooky on one. Nightmare on Elm Street was too scary for me as a kid. It was. Very gory, uh, from what I remember. Yeah. Just as, as a kid. Scary mask. So, yeah. Scary mask. <laughs> I don't think that was a mask. Silly mask. Yeah. Uh, downstairs, what do you got? Only a psychopath would want to watch a movie about dead animals. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I'm going with Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Moose? Ian's right about this one. Yeah. I think, uh, Roger, shame on you. I'm a, I'm a Stephen King fan. Oh, this is a good one. I'm calling PETA. Fall is football, and perhaps the greatest football movie of all time, Rudy. 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 Maybe his story was real. Maybe it wasn't. F you, Joe Montana. We don't want to know about that. The birthday boy, Carl's here. How about Rudy versus Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas? Is it a Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween movie? I don't know. Go to Disneyland. Find out. I don't Maybe like Nightmare Before Christmas. No, thanks. Jack I'm going Skelton. Rudy. I'm taking Rudy to the house. Uh, cheap seats. What do you got? Rudy. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Rudy. Get out of here, Nightmare Before Christmas. Moose? Rudy. Yeah, easy. Moving on. That might be it. That is it. We are going... Now, this is a tournament style, so we're going to revisit this. If I can remember which one's won and which one's lost, we will next week preview the next round with the game. We got this. I love it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get... By the end of the month, we'll have the best Halloween movie ever. Yeah, let's hope so. Now, you listen to Barstool's... The different podcasts that Barstool Sports puts together. Uh, one of my favorites, probably their, their most popular is... is uh, Pardon my take. You got the big 
Cat and, and PMT commentator and, and all those that. guys. And they had one of your favorite people ever on on their show this week. Uh, that could be a number. Well, I have a lot of favorite people, especially a, those down in the cheap seats. As a guy that I know has a foot fetish, uh, I know you have a great appreciation for uh, others that has a foot fetish. How about Rex Ryan? Sure. Sure. He former was, Buffalo Bills head coach. Sure, I guess. He was on the show this week, and I don't know why they would ask such a question, but they asked him, what would it take for you to come back? Let, let's listen to the clip. This is our internet clip of the week. Last week, you remember, was Keyshawn Johnson uh, sounding like an absolute buffoon. Here's another <laughs> buffoon, Rex Ryan. All right, but but wait, you said earlier that you would go back and coach the Jets for $5 million. Would you coach like a real franchise for $2 million oh, or $3 million? <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. No, dude. Now I would, you know, what's funny to be a head coach again, I would jump at that opportunity because you control the whole team and you talk about like the inner, the synergy of your team and the fan base. Like you, as a head coach, you want to, you're a connector, you're a connector of, of, of a fan base of your football team, all of it. And I really enjoyed that part of it. And I think that's a necessary, you know, you know, that's a, huh? You yeah. know that that's like the this guy can't part coach. Being a head coach, in my this opinion. interview seals it. And if that was the case, I would jump at it. Obviously, I would jump at it. But apparently, they've lost my damn number or something. But I haven't coached for five years. Haven't lost a game for five years, by the way. You <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny, Rex. Oh my god. No. So first of all, nobody wants this guy, right? No. Second of all, the guy changes his answer mid-question. His here's I, I cut his original answer. Here it is. He said, "Would you come back and coach a team?" No, dude. No, no, dude. <laughs> and then he and then he thinks about. Oh, wait a second. I re- I was gonna save face and say no, dude, but I really do want to coach again. I miss it and whatever. You you you. Nobody wants you. First of all, so he goes. Oh well, maybe he went like through the stages of grief. He went no to, yeah, I would, I really want to get back into coaching, to, I feel sorry for myself because everybody knows I'm a shitty coach and maybe they lost my number. I didn't realize he was struggling so much. And that clip right there tells you why he hasn't been a head coach in five years because he can't even coach his way through an answer to a question. Um, He sounded desperate, and it sounds like he has control issues. He said, you get to control the whole team and the fans. It's... That was a weird answer, and no, dude, <laughs> no, dude, you're not getting a head coaching job anytime soon. And you know another thing about Rex Ryan? He's never been in the pizza category. <laughs> He's, He's never, never been, in, <laughs> never been in the pizza category. Rex uh, Ryan, we don't want you, bud. Stay home. All right, hey, so Lemma, d- yeah, I've got a get to know you question that I wanted to throw out. Yes, there. can I ask you, please? Are we going to put this on our on our Twitter? Yeah, we'll we'll put this on the Twitter. So you're hosting a party. This yep. is a real get to know you. What if scenario? You're hosting a party. You can choose three athletes to help you host. Okay. You need one on the barbecue. You need one on music, and you need one on drinks. Okay. Who you got? Oh, easy. Okay. Okay. Uh, on the barbecue, I'm gonna go Vince Wilfork. Yep. Is that is that gonna be yours? Of course. No way. Yeah. Uh, spent some time in Houston. He's a he's a B A M F. If you know the term, he's a not just a badass motherfucker, but he's a big ass motherfucker. Yes. And, well, and he and knows a thing or two about barbecue. The classic pictures of him barbecuing. He's got yes. this multi level level smoker. Yes. In overalls and nothing else. Yes. Just shirtless. Probably it's gotta uh, be going commando. Okay. In those jean overalls. It's definitely Wolfric on the barbecue. Okay. Uh 
Uh, who's going to be on the music? It's got to be the most famous DJ in sports history. I'm going Shaq Diesel. Nice. DJ Diesel. Nice. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> I should have clipped that. I didn't. I'll get we'll that get for it. you next week. Okay. Uh, and then what was the last one? Drinks. Who's oh, mixing drinks? Oh, easy, easy. Greatest athlete of all time. Giant. The wrestler. The giant. Andre the Giant? Andre the Giant. <laughs> it's, it's have you ever the, seen his have you ever seen him hold a beer? It looks like a little baby beer. So I want to go drink. I want to so go just drink. Just for visual? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah, I gotta have him on the drink. He the guy could kill a, a 30 racket and be sober. Good. Okay. So we do have some differences. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm going Wolfirk on the barbecue. Easy. Um music? I definitely have to have Gronk. Um, okay. That makes <laughs> mixing sense. Mixing up some tracks. He he'll have the party dancing for sure. And then mix and drinks. If if I'm not Joe, hiring Joe, mix and drinks. If I'm not hiring CJ down there from the cheap seats to mix my drinks, I think I'm going J.R. Smith. He's got he's got connections to the college world right now. He's he's trying to resurrect a golf Jared, career. Yes, um, and I, I've seen him with with the uh, at the what was it the parade? He was with Gay Pride Cleveland. <laughs> he was with Cleveland. And no, it wasn't, he, if it was in Cleveland, it probably was not a gay pride parade. He, unfortunately, he, he was he was mixing drinks on the floats the the Cavs championship parade. So J.R. Smith, he's got some college connections. I think he can get uh, some college party atmosphere yeah. going, and uh, that's it. Very that's, nice. Yeah. Uh, cheap seats. Do you have? Do you, do you want to throw a couple in there that you would uh, that you would have? Uh, I would agree with the Will Fork, but I would actually be able to go double down on the music and drinks and pick John Daly. That way I can yes. have more money for the drinks. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. I love it. Great addition. Moose, what do you got? All my answers taken. I was going to go Gronk because I've seen him spinning up some DJ tracks sure. in, uh, in Florida as well. Carl, the birthday boy's here. Carl, you, you've been known to mix a drink or two. Who's the sports guy that you'd want to drink with and or mixing drinks? Oh, baby. Mixing drinks. John Daly sounds fun. Yeah, that's a fun one. That's tough to beat. I feel like we'd be going all day. Yeah. <laughs> drink for drink. Yeah. I don't know who I'd I'm take go either. With, that, that's some John Daly. I've seen CJ in Vegas at the tables. Yeah, and, yeah. and I've seen the videos of John Daly. That'd be a that'd be a matchup. What um, about Mickey Mantle? Yo, that uh, guy could throw down a cut. He knew his way around a beverage cart. I'll tell you that much. That was back when they had beverage carts. Love it. Uh can we take a trip to the sports book, please, Roger? Let's do it. Let's do some betting today. Yeah. Uh, we'll head to the Man Cave Sportsbook, and then we're going to do our fantasy spotlight before we head out. Weird lines this week, right? So I'm looking at it. And so last week I went with the Dolphins plus three and a half. That yeah, was yeah. just a weird line. They were at the Raiders, it just and the Dolphins were coming off that 35 nothing shellacking from the Bills. Yep. So it just felt too close, so I, I took the Dolphins. I went with the opposite of what made sense. And I see a lot of that this George week. George Costanza. Yeah, do the opposite. Yep. Good things happen. I'm seeing the Vikings at home plus one versus the Browns. The Browns. Yep. Why is why aren't the Browns favored by more is a question I have. Bears minus three at home against the Lions. That that's just a weird weird line L- to let's, me. Let's break down the the Minnesota one first. So okay. there was some apprehension over whether or not Dalvin Cook was going to play. It looks like he is going to play now. Um, ball control at home. The Browns are two and one. But Minnesota's played every team that they've played very, very close. They almost beat the Cardinals. Right. Uh, and I think they won last week. So that one, I I don't know. I, I agree it's a little odd, but I mean, how much do you, how much of favorites do you want the Browns to be on the road? What have they proven up to this point? Well, I, I expect them to be five-point favorites and what, in this game. What was the next one? Uh, next one was Bears minus three. That's just a against, weird. Against the Lions at home. Yeah, I have the Dolphins one. favored over the Colts. 
at home, minus two and a half. Moose, is, is Tua back? Or what, can Tua you, is not back. It's uh, going to so, be a brisket so day. Joby brisk, Jacoby Brisket, uh, a home favor. That just feels weird. Titans at, uh, at the Jets. Yeah. They're less than a touchdown favorites against the Jets are like the worst team we've seen in years. Yeah, they're bad. They're less than a touchdown favorites. That's weird to me. That it feels like hammer Two the Titans. Receivers out. Yeah, I know. There's no Julio. There's no AJ Brown. But it doesn't. That shouldn't matter too much. They have heavy Derek doses Henry. of Derek. Yeah. Um, Broncos. I think are favorite at home. Or, I like. Or, or really close. I like that one. Maybe they they're they're hosting the Ravens. Wait a second. Two weeks ago, we had the Ravens in last place in the division. They don't have any weapons, and now you're 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 wondering why against a three and O team at three on the road team. that they're okay. not favored. Let's take it easy on the three and O Broncos. They're three and O. Do you know uh, the the winning percentage of all of their opponents this yeah, year? Yeah, it's not been good. It's zero. Yeah, they it, haven't played anyone with a win. They beat the Jets and the Jags. Who's the third one? Uh, Moose, we'll need you to look that up. So they haven't beaten a team that has a win. Uh, so let's not get too. Well, that's how I feel about the Carolina Panthers. We'll talk about them in just a little bit too. So, so some weird. The point is, there's some very interesting lines. So even though I'm going against my theory, I'm going to hammer the Titans minus six at the Jets. The Jets are just awful. They haven't shown me anything that they can cover a spread. The Broncos also beat the Giants. And the Giants, Oh, yeah, see, so that's a decent team. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Also it, an 0-3 team. Detroit yeah. has a, an incredible defense. I, again, I, I think they've earned to be favorites against... Right, and they're they're three-point underdogs. Against the Ravens, who could, by all accounts, be 0-3. They had to come from behind and needed literally the longest field goal in, in internet and non-internet history. Right. They barely beat Justin KC. Tucker's card right now. Yes. They barely beat Kansas City on a on a fourth down play, and they lost Week One, right, to the Raiders. I want to say uh, in overtime. So my point being so they is could they could be undefeated. They could be they could be defeated. defeated. So yeah, I, I'm okay with the Broncos one. I, I could find a way to agree with you on the other ones. Uh, I don't want to do our lock picks yet. Let's save that for the okay. end. How well, about I, some, I already told mine. Can we do some fantasy okay. football? Sure. Uh, who, do you, who do you like? You were money last week talking about Madison uh, picking up guys, those yeah. backup running backs who might start to see the field after some injuries. That was great. Give us more. Today, you're going to see a little bit of a theme, but the guy that uh, I think is going to have the biggest performance, I doubt that you're really wondering whether or not to start him or not, but I'm just going to call out who I think will have the most great. points in fantasy football this week. I don't want it to always be a play. I'll try to find like a niche fun thing to talk about. Dak Prescott will be... The uh, is that the Monday? No, no, that's uh, they're playing that's the an afternoon game. Afternoon game, he will have more points than anybody else this week. Dak is your guy, yeah. Huh? Okay, so uh, Julio Jones out, AJ Brown out, of who, of course, I picked in all my leagues this year because every time I've played him in the past, he's scored at least two touchdowns. So I'm gonna pick some uh, Titans players that are going to have some big weeks Let's against those stupid Jets. So I'm all in on the Titans today. Just so. any Titan? Uh, so for Ferk's sake, uh, Anthony oh, Ferkser, Ferkser, he's back. He was injured last week. Yep. I'm going for Ferk's sake. And then uh, well-known Nick Westbrook-Akinney uh, is their, uh, one of their top wide-receiving targets today for Tannehill. So pick, hammer those guys. Hammer the Titans. What could go wrong? Yeah, nothing's going to go wrong there. Um <laughs> All right, I'll give you my lock now. It feels like the right time to to finally get into the lock pick. I'm going to give you two for the price of one this week. Oh, thank you. All right, Roger. For nothing? You're just going to give it? Just for free. Wow, what a guy. Pick of the year. I told you to start Dak, right? Lock of the year. 
The Cowboys, what's the line in that right now? Four and a half? I believe it's four and a half uh, before the show started. Versus the Panthers, without their best running back. Potentially, I think they'll have their best receiver in more. But they have not been tested yet. They've beaten up on crappy teams. Everybody thinks that they're bound for the playoffs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I not so fast. it's in Dallas, too. It's in Dallas. The Cowboys, save for a close game with Tampa Bay, is maybe the team to come out of the NFC all of a sudden if it's not the Rams or the Cardinals. That's how good they've looked. They've Love it. changed the uh, Dak threw the ball 50 times in week one, maybe over 50 times, threw like 26, 27 times uh, in the weeks that followed. So they've got more of a balanced attack. I expect them to win by 21 points, Yikes. Roger. So take it at four and a half, tease it up to seven, tease it to seven and a half, tease it to eight and a half, tease it to nine, tease Lemo's it to nine and a half. Coming in hot. And how about another one? Chargers against the Raiders Monday night. The yeah. Raiders are not for real. Uh, they've Ooh, barely skated seats. by. Yeah, cheap seats Shot are not going right to like there. that. Chargers are for real. They looked great against Kansas City. That quarterback they got there, that, that second year guy out of Ooh. Oregon, pretty damn good. Herbie. Mike Williams is for real. They're running back. Eckler, not injured yet. He might, well, we know he's for real. He just has to stay healthy. He'll be healthy in this one. Take the charges. Hobby question, Lemo. Would yep. you go after Joe Burrow cards right now or would you go after Justin Herbert cards? Probably Herbert. Okay. Probably Herbert. I, I'm not, I, I like Joe Burrow and both those guys are destined for big things but I think uh, the more immediate success will be Herbert therefore his value will go up more immediately. I only have the the Burrow I sold my Herberts before the season started so we'll see how that turns out Hmm. We gotta talk MLB right? Uh, yeah, Do we have time? Very quickly. Alright what a day. My Mariners I are still alive uh, big wild card implications today. We've got for the first time, four teams alive on the last day for the wild card. So we could have some sort of a four-game wild card. Moses, I don't know. Moses. So we got Yankees and Red Sox. All they got to do is win, and they're in the wild card. Well, I hope the Red Sox do The it. lurking. Ian's here. Toronto in the Blue Jays. And the lurking Seattle Mariners, who I think have a negative run differential on the year. So it's, it's mind-blowing that they're even in contention right now. If the Dodgers win... And the Giants lose. Play in game San Francisco tomorrow. For the division. Are we going to board your private jet? Let's do it. Let's hop on. Wagers. Gas it up. Private jet. Um, so a lot, a lot could happen today. Uh, I'd love to see some wild card playoff games. Yeah, yeah. Coming in soon. Oh, real quick. Um, big hobby debate yes. going on. MVP in the American oh, League. Oh, yeah. Do you go Shohei Otani or do you go... Vladimir Guerrero Jr. the third. Yeah, so home run king versus guy that was chasing him for most home runs, um, and but just an incredible pitcher. There's something about the the magnificence of of Shohei. I'm gonna go with Otani here just because uh, we're gonna see Vlad forever. Yeah, me too. It's just a, it's a crime. We may for, never see this again for Vlad because he's having an MVP season, yeah. triple crown season, yeah. the same year that Otani's pitched thrown 150 strikeouts and also hit 45 home runs so it's just bad luck for vlad it's no offense to him yep. it's like when westbrook finished the season with a triple double we hadn't seen that uh, in how long and uh, i'm sure lebron was very deserving for an mvp that year yep. but we've never seen we've never seen that in that generation so. you can get at us on twitter at hangers and bangers and at mc underscore sports talk great freaking show today Thanks, buddy roger wager Cheap Seats, thanks for coming out, boys. What'd you think? Great show, as always. 
Oh, oh wow, that was unenthusiastic. Moose. I strongly dislike <laughs> Rogers' MLB takes on the playoffs. Ian, I'm pulling for the Red Sox today, buddy. I hope they win. Mariners. Thank you. I hate you. For my good friend, Roger Wager, for the cheap seats, for the birthday boy, Carl Larson, I'm Richard Lemo. Thank you for listening to Man Cave Sports Talk. We'll see you next week.